Hello, 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 great people. I am Tamika Marable King. Thank you for tuning in to Tika Talks. Happy Sunday. Hope y'all are having an amazing day. Um, and I hope you have an, uh, an amazing week that's upcoming. So I'm here joined by my handsome husband, as always. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad about it. Mr. Philip King, tell him, hey, baby. What's going on, everybody? So on today, yeah, we weren't here last weekend. I hope you caught my brother-in-law, Deacon Derek King, um, because he definitely brought a word, as he always does, even if it's on short notice. This week, though, I want to talk about, uh, I ain't even got a, t- I don't have a title. I'm just, I'm just going to roll with it, because as I was conversing with God last week, he brought it to my attention that sometimes whenever we are hurting, we, we focus on the hurt and not the healing. This analogy came to me. So, you know, if if something was injured on your body, you wouldn't just stare at it in hopes that it healed. You know what I'm saying? Like you would you would put whatever was necessary. Had you had surgery, went to a doctor and they gave you instructions. They told you what to do uh, for your post-op. You wouldn't just go home and not read the paper or not do what they instructed you to do in order to heal properly. And if we go to God and if we tell God what has hurt us or whatever is going on with us, we should do whatever it is he commands us to do in order to heal properly, in order to be able to move past the thing that hinders you. Because some of us are held up because of our focus on the hurt and not the healing. I know sometimes we think, oh, you're dumbing down what I've experienced or you're trying to minimize what has hurt me or broken me. Uh, the, the betrayal that I went through, the domestic violence that I experienced, uh, you know, the abandonment of my parents or the neglect, whatever the case may be for you that has caused you uh, suffering that causes you to bleed on everything else, on everybody else, even the people who didn't hurt or cut you. Y'all, we have to learn to get out of that. We got to stray away from that place that we've been in and begin healing in real life. It's necessary that you heal so that you can truly walk in the way that God has called you to walk. You can't do that if you're not equipped or prepared for what is next for you. And if we stay stuck in our past, we're not ready for our next. If you're still holding on to the things that are has went on so long ago, you know, you got to tell yourself, okay, now when am I going to grow in a, in a way that would allow me to move past what I'm hurting from? That's right, y'all. And um, when you started, I think uh, the topic, we, we did come up with... A title. Uh, yeah, a title. Uh, <laughs> I think we were saying something along the lines of mis- misplaced pain. Or, or misplaced anger. Something. Uh, but, and, and, and it, it's misplaced in a way, guys, that the pain that, like Tico um, was referring to, that you've endured, endured in the past that may cause you to still be hurting right now or to cause you to hold resentment against uh, a mother, a father, or uh, an aunt, an uncle, a sibling, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, that that pain is misplaced. Because that that pain could have happened twenty years ago, and, and you're still holding on to something that happened to you twenty years ago, and you're still still holding this person accountable for something or for the pain they caused you twenty years ago, not knowing that you're the only one who hasn't grown in twenty years. This person that you're holding accountable, I'm pretty sure they're not the same person that they used to be or that they were twenty years ago. So that pain is misplaced, and. and I think we should use that pain to get past or to grow and to learn from those hurts and to move on. Because if you don't make it through 
or if you dis um displace this pain, you're gonna stay stuck in a situation in, in a uh in circumstances that you can't control or you can't get out of. You, you say you want to get better, you say you want to move on, but every time you turn around you're blaming somebody for this. You you're saying my life is this because of this, because uh my my anxiety uh because of what happened to me five years ago when I got in this car accident uh, now I, I can't, every time I do this, it's an excuse. You need to place this pain or this anger somewhere else to help you move and to grow and stop laying the, the blame on what occurred on that incident. That's the cause of the pain, the incident. And it's unfortunate sometimes that these incidents involve other people, other people that we, we may love or care for. But we got to, we got to learn to forgive and, and let this go because if you can't, forgive these people or for whatever they've done, then you're stuck. Your growth is stunted. You're going to stay right there. And Tika has talked about this plenty of times about the, the, the bitterness, the unforgiveness. And it, it's just not going to work, y'all, if you're not willing to forgive. And you can say all day long to, to somebody sitting across from you, oh, I forgave them a long time ago. But and then every other time you turn around, you're talking about them or you're talking about what happened. You haven't really forgiven anybody. So we have to truly learn how to forgive and, and place this pain in, in, in the right spot so you can grow from it and, and not let it control you. I think that even if people don't do a lot of growing, you know, he said a minute ago that if it's been 20 years and somebody might have changed or something. But even if people don't grow. That wouldn't be your concern. The concern would be that I'm choosing to move beyond what I experienced. You know, I'm going to grow from this instead of being weighed down and burdened to a place where I can't even move. And I'm just walking around in circles instead of actually going after the things that are for me and believing that everybody else is doing all the things that you should be doing because they have all these other resources you looking at it and you don't even really know. Sometimes you, you know, you're so busy trying to focus on everybody else. You lose sight of what you should have your eyes on, which is yourself, which is God um, and focusing on your own path. You know, I cannot walk Philip's journey and he can't walk mine. They're not the same journeys. Although we are one, we are married. We, you know what I'm saying? Like we're not walking the same path at all times. God is with us and he is telling us what to do and how to do it. And, I have to follow him. You know what I'm saying? I, I do follow uh, Philip. He is, you know, the head of our household. But then I'm listening to God. I need God's direction and his instruction on what I need to do. Sometimes you're just too focused on too many other people and you can't even hear nothing that God is saying to you. You're so concerned with everything else that everybody else has going on. It's time to let it go. And when you're letting this go, this is not for the sake of the other person. This is for you. This healing is necessary for you. It's needed. It's, you deserve to be healed, okay? And I don't know, you know, somebody might be out there thinking, well, every time I try to, I see them do this, this, and this. I watch them do these things. Or if I, I let them back in, sometimes we don't have to let people back in. It doesn't matter what the relation is. Sometimes you just simply have to love people from a distance. You can't be closely connected to them. You can't have them over your house every other weekend. You can't go places with them. You just love them for who they are at whatever distance it needs to be. And then at the same time, you're growing, you're loving, you're at peace. That's what I pray for people the most right now. Peace. You need it. We need it.
And we do. And I was just sitting here thinking as Tika was talking, uh, uh, Pastor Marcy, he was saying today about, you know, Tika just said about uh, you got to let some people go sometimes or you you got to love them from a distance. Uh, There's some people like and I've said it before, too, that you can wean yourself off of or some situations that you can just wean yourself out off of. Mm-hmm. But then there's others that you have to just amputate it. You need to just cut it off right where it is. If it's hindering you from growing or this person is hindering you from being the, the best that you can be, not bringing anything positive to, to the table, or every time you know you talk about them or think about them, your whole mood just gets out of whack. You know, there's some people you got to just amputate yourself from. You need to just cut them off, and it doesn't doesn't have to be in a malicious way. Uh, you can cut some people off, and you know it'll just be as smooth, as, you know, the smoothest transition ever. You know, talk to God about it, pray about it, and there's some people who you you'll just grow apart in time. There are people I I dealt with 15, 20 years ago that I still call friends, but we don't communicate like we did 15 or 20 years ago. We'll we'll talk and, 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 you know, whenever we see each other or whenever we may speak on the phone, but it's nothing like it used to be. But that doesn't change the fact that I still love them as a brother or, or whatever the case may be. It's just the fact that we've grown apart. And sometimes people are scared to let you know, certain people go, they think that uh, they're going to miss something, I guess, or something is going to, you know, go wrong. They have to be around this person. They need this one or that one. But we need to do a self-evaluation of some of the things, the people, the situations in our life that that are holding us back. And what do we need to wean ourselves off of? Or what do we need to just amputate and just cut off so that we can grow and so that we can be the best that we can, can be and, and going back to the pain, that's necessary in healing. It may sound cruel. You, you, I just amputated my arm, you know. But sometimes, if you amputate it, you're gonna stop that infection. You're gonna stop it right there because if you keep right on and don't amputate it, it's gonna spread throughout your entire body, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna have way worse problems than you do if you would just, you know, cut it off right there at the elbow. So just think about that. But there's some things that we can just cut off, but some things we can wean ourselves off of, but. You know the ones that you need to cut off. That's it. Sometimes the recovery is definitely painful. Um, I don't know. As I was sitting here, I was thinking, whatever you feed the most, you'll see the most. And and if we are always focused on the most negative experiences and the most negative emotions, it is what we will continuously manifest in our everyday life, in our behavior, in our words, in our hearts. And that makes for a very miserable life. You know what I'm saying? It it makes for a very toxic life. And if you are not tired of living in a dark place, in a negative place, keep staying there. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing everything that you continue to do. But if you are listening to our message today and you feel led that there is time for a change in me and for me, then it is our suggestion to you and our prayer that you would actually begin to focus on the healing and not the hurt. That you will not walk around just staring at the wound and not doing anything, not putting anything on it. The thing to put on it is the word of God. You know what I'm saying? Like Philip said, part of the equation is going to be to forgive, to really release that person or that thing. Even in our households, in our marriages, y'all, you know, I can't 
every day. I can't just be taking score of everything that I think Philip does that agitates me or, or upsets me. And then, you know, at the end of the month, at the end of six months, I'm over here trying to call out all the things you done done to me. And I'm still mad, been mad the whole time. Never once tried to communicate effectively to you what was going on with me or how that bothered me. And to the people who don't like to listen, who don't want to be called out on what you're doing incorrectly or what you did to hurt somebody. God is saying it's time for you to open your mind and your ears and your heart to be able to be receptive to what needs to be corrected in you. You have to change just like they're trying to change. And then watch how you say what you say when you're saying it to somebody else. She's right. And, and something just stuck with me. And I'm going to repeat it again. The the best thing that, that we can do, like Tika said, you know, you, what you feed is what you're going to see. Yeah. Look, the, the, these negative situations, these negative people, if you keep speaking that, you're feeding it. But if you begin to starve that, if you starve anything, what's going to happen? It's, it's going to die. Mm-hmm. So every time you speak about this, you know, you sitting here talking about somebody that you don't like or, or somebody that did something to you last week or five years ago or whatever, you're feeding that situation. And, and it's going to continue to live within you. It's mm-hmm. going to continue to hinder you. Quit speaking about it. You know, starve that situation out and, and you'll see that, that that person just be removed from whatever they have some hold that they have over you. And that's exactly what it is. If you continue to speak on someone, oh, they did mm-hmm. this, or every time I see them, who's in control? It's not you. Right. You know, because they're they going on with their everyday life. They probably ain't even thinking about you. But you continue to speak or, or, or talk about this situation. When that happened, when this happened, starve it out, y'all. Stop feeding, the, you know, and every time you're talking about it, you're feeding it. You're feeding it. Every time you go to this person with it or that person with it, you continue to, to, to water it and feed it. Stop watering and feeding these situations that got you in this mess and starve it out so it'll die. It needs to. You know, there are there are times that uh, you look at somebody and what they did to you and you feel like you'll never get over that. There are many people who really suffer their entire lives carrying baggage from something that has happened to them that they felt they didn't deserve. And a lot of times you don't. But the truth is God can use it to grow us, um, to make and mold us. And many of us don't want to be made, don't want to be molded. You don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? You don't want the changes to really happen. You don't want the refining to take place. And so whenever we are in need of letting go of something, it's going to require you to also self-evaluate. It's going to hit, it's going to, you know, you're going to have to look at yourself and be like, okay, well, what about me? You know what I'm saying? Like, why does this still bother me? Why am I still irritated by this? Why do I still get angry every time I see that person? You know, why do I speak like this or that? Because it's from a place of hurt. And so as you begin to heal, you'll speak differently. You'll act differently. You'll respond differently. You'll become more effective in your everyday life and your everyday actions. I know it. I'm living it. I promise you. That's it. You, oh, it ain't. If, if, you don't, uh, if you don't do it, what I'm telling y'all is that you'll walk around and you'll be angry and upset, sad and broken and trying to pick these different things. Oh, I'm going to use this. You know, this is going to make me happy. If I go out and spend all this money, this makes me happy. If I sleep with these different men, this makes me happy. You know what I'm saying? If I, if I sleep with this married man because I don't like her, this makes me happy. Y'all, it ain't going to work. You're just going to be self-destructing. 
You're just going to be digging a pit for yourself. God is not going to be pleased. You still have to be held accountable for every single action that you are choosing to do because you are choosing to do it. It's your mind, your body, your choice. And you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do, but you need to do the things that are necessary. So there are some things that we are not going to want to do, but those things are necessary for our next chapter. And you can stay on the same page all the days of your life if you desire, but don't be mad at other people when they choose to turn the page, when they choose to grow and get into another chapter, when they close that book and start writing a new one. You can't be upset with other people because God is elevating them or because their life changes or because when something happens to them, they deal with it gracefully and they have peace in every storm. And you're like, how in the world do you not get mad at what people say about you? How don't you get mad about what somebody's doing to you? Because God has allowed me to heal. Because every hurt that I have had happened to me, I actually rely on God. It's, his, it's whatever he want to do. He, gonna, he will take care of you. He going to do whatever he feel is necessary in their life. I don't have to do nothing. We ain't going to fight. We ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like nothing. We we're not going to have an exchange of words. We don't have to. I don't need to because I know God fights for me. So I can chill in the natural. Because in the spirit, I go to war. And that's it. That's all. You got something to say? You good? I mean, I'll just say another thing. Um, Pastor Marcy said to us this morning, um, guys, and I think a, a lot of people miss this or that they got a misconception. Uh, a lot of people always say the devil, the, oh, the devil, he's in my mind. The devil, the devil ain't making you do nothing. You I, I always, you need to know this, that you have a choice. The devil may try to sway you to do something. Or, or to, to do wrong, but the devil ain't made you do a thing. What you did is what you did. You, God gave us uh, a freedom of, of choice. He gave you the choice to come to him. You can come to him or you can turn your back and reject him. That's the choice that you make. But quit saying, walking around here saying the devil this or the devil that or, the de oh, the devil got in my mind and I did this. No, you chose to do this. You, you could have easily chose the, uh, another option or, or the right way, but you chose the wrong way. So let's stop putting or giving so much credit to the devil for, for all these mishaps or these bad decisions or, or whatever's going on in our lives. Take responsibility for where you are. When we choose God, when we grow in God, we have power over all of the enemy. Everything, every plot, plan, and scheme, null and void. You don't get to do it. You know, he doesn't have that power. You do. But that's only when you're walking with God and you're growing in him. That's our time. That's our time, y'all. So, I absolutely love you. I want you to do what you do best. That is being you. God bless you. Have an amazing week. Um, be intentional on everything you do. And I pray that there is healing in this season for you. True healing.